Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It begins at 7 with the pregame with Zazlo and Tommy Tighe and former Pro Bowl left tackle Ryan Clady. One of the Jets' key offseason acquisitions was placed on injured reserve today with a torn rotator cuff. It ends his season and likely his Jets' career. And now, joining us right now on the Orion Fuel and Downstairs Convenience Store's guest line, they are truly steps Beyond convenient, you can follow him at Nick Ferdell, F-R-I-E-D-E-L-L. Make sure we get that right. He covers the Bulls and the NBA for ESPN.com and ESPN 1000. Nick Ferdell joins us now. Nick, thanks for doing this. Absolutely, guys. What's happening? Um, are, are you at the point now where, where you just want to see this game played tomorrow night to get it <laughs> over with? Because I, I, I feel like we've been hyping this thing ever since Dwayne Wade. I, I mean, I don't know if it's a big deal in Chicago. It seems to be a, a pretty big deal in Miami that Wade's coming back tomorrow night. Even it, it doesn't really seem to be that big of a deal in Chicago at all, uh, but for the media, <laughs> I think I can speak for everybody here in saying absolutely. They just want this thing to happen. And to Dwayne's credit, and you guys lived this for 13 years down there. I, I think he is one of the most accommodating pro athletes I've been around from a media perspective. Uh, he seems to really enjoy the the stage of talking to reporters after every game, and you can get a pretty honest assessment from him, uh, it seems, at least in the first few weeks of the season. But there's no question. It's like uh, an overload. Uh, the Bulls are playing in Atlanta. That's where I am right now. About to watch this game in a couple hours. And it seems like the entire focus is on that game tomorrow night in Miami. So I know he'll be happy uh, when it's over. But I know in talking to him the last few days, and being around in the last few months that this is the game that's been circled on there for a while. And I know his teammates uh, have been telling us that all week he's been saying, I don't care what happens. Uh, you guys better have energy going into Miami because he wants to play well and he wants to win that game. It's certainly important to him. Do you get the sense, I know what you just said about him, as excited as he is about the game, as much as he wants to win, that once it's over, he can exhale a little bit? Absolutely. Absolutely, Frito. I mean, when you – when you've played that long in the same place and you have won three rings and you have all the accolades that he uh, has in his career, you have a, a deep connection to that city. And, and that's what kind of made me laugh. Even when, when Dwayne signed in Chicago uh, in July, I mean, he's, he's saying, all right, you know, I've always wanted to be a bull and I wanted to uh, have this homecoming. Uh, guys, I, you know, you, you talk to enough people around the league, nobody thought he was leaving Miami. Right. I mean, it, it wasn't even in the realm. So uh, Chicago provided the best landing spot for him. Uh, and Chicago gave him a ton of money. They wanted the main brand of Dwayne Wade to sell tickets. Uh, they didn't want to go through the full-scale rebuild. So you bring in Dwayne and you say, all right, give us what you got for a year, maybe two, and, and see what happens. Uh, but the the idea that uh, you know, he he wanted to be in Chicago for a while. That just kind of seems laughable. So there is no doubt in my mind that he badly wants to go in there tomorrow 
and show that he's still got it and show that he can put up a lot of points and show that he can lead his team to a victory. And, yeah, it's one game out of 82. But for Dwayne Wade, uh, this game uh, has a lot more emotionally invested into it uh, than you're used to seeing during the regular season. Talking to Nick Ferdell, he covers the Bulls for ESPN.com and ESPN 1000. You can follow him at Nick Ferdell on Twitter. Um, Nick, how is he playing? And, and I, I know that's an open-ended question because we, we see he's shooting a lot of threes. But, you know, when you look at some of the metrics defensively, they're not great when he's on the floor. Um, but offensively, we're seeing him do a lot of the things that we're accustomed to seeing him do. How has he fit? Uh, I think he's been exactly what they thought they were getting. Uh, a guy who can still put up 30-plus uh, points when need be, as he did the other night against New York. But a guy who... Uh, guys, uh, uh, he's going to be 35 in a couple months. He, he, he's not going to have it every night. And you mentioned the defense, and that's a, not just a weight issue. I think that's the single biggest flaw on this team is as a group, these pieces just don't fit defensively uh, together. But uh, they know that uh, he can he can still fill it up when he wants to. Uh, they knew that he was going to have his flaws after now 14 years in the league. So up to this point, everybody's going to focus on that three-point shooting because it is different. Uh, but I think that he's given the Bulls exactly what they were expecting when they signed him. When you say the defense isn't exactly, you know, gelling and all that, is that an execution problem by the players, a coaching problem by Hoiberg, or a personnel problem by Gar Foreman and John Paxson? It's all three of those things, Frito. I, I, look, if I'm being honest, when they put this team together and after the Wade signing and Rondo in July, I looked at this team and I went, this isn't a playoff team. Uh, these guys aren't going to co coexist throughout the entire season, and, and who knows what's going to happen with injuries over the course of an 82-game schedule. Um, but as far as the defense goes, it's all of those things because Garn Pax put this roster together. Uh, the, the players – it seems sometimes they're they're locked into it and they want to run up and down and give that intensity defensively, and sometimes they're just kind of going through the motion. And you guys saw this specifically with Wade over the last few years. On Friday night against New York last week, he was awesome. Offensively, he was knocking down shots all over the place. He was getting his teammates involved. We go to Indianapolis on Saturday, and the Bulls were terrible. I mean, and Wade specifically was awful. I think he had four points. He was like one for nine from the field. He, he just had no energy left. So uh, that's the, the first week of the season. What happens in February after 40 games? You know, who knows? But uh, this team has flaws, and I'm very curious to see how they respond in these next couple games because when you look at the Bulls' schedule, they've got one more at home against the Wizards on Saturday, and then they go on – a West Coast swing for two weeks. And if you get yourself in a four or five game hole underneath 500 uh, at the end of November, what happens when the games really start piling up in the next couple months? Not talking to Nick, Nick Ferdell here. Uh, again, covers the NBA and the Bulls for ESPN.com and ESPN 1000. So we, we talk about fit. And one of the things we were talking to, uh, to Vinny Goodwill yesterday about this a little bit, about how basically Dwayne has sort of seeded the team a little bit to Jimmy Butler. Has that been your has that been your observation as well that he's kind of let Jimmy lead? Uh, I think publicly he made it very clear that it was Jimmy's team, and 
from a PR perspective, that was a very smart move by Dwayne. But uh, in my experience, guys, I, I think Wade has as much say as anyone on the team right now, and that includes Jimmy. The Bulls were concerned last year, and one of the reasons for a lot of friction internally was because they didn't want to turn the team over to Jimmy as the face, the face of the franchise. They, they wanted uh, more of a transition, and in, by bringing in Wade, you allow yourself time for Jimmy D to grow into that role or to, to decide that you're going to trade him and, and move him somewhere else. Uh, what's been fascinating is, uh, I think everybody thought that Wade could still play. They just weren't sure what he would give you night to night. Uh, at least what I didn't realize in covering, covering him day to day is how much he seems to, again, enjoy the spotlight. He's not wrong in that. He's got three rings. He's going to the Hall of Fame. You know, he's accomplished a lot, but he seems to really enjoy being in front of the camera and, and giving those extra quotes after practice. And that was a role that Jimmy uh, didn't didn't like as much. And, and in years past, that Derrick Rose and Joe Noah really didn't care as much about. So that's been a change in Chicago, and, and that's not the be-all, end-all as far as who's the face and whose team is this. But Wade's been the guy taking the big shots late in games, and Wade's been the guy that, as everybody lined up in front of his locker after games. So that dynamic between uh, Jimmy and Dwayne has been very solid uh, for now, but I'm curious to see how it plays out so long as Dwayne keeps getting all the attention that he's gotten uh, to this point. Yeah, he always talks about moments, um, and, and, I, and he talks about it more on the court, but also Dwayne, yeah, Dwayne's never shied away from, from the camera. I, I think that's something that he's grown into over the years, and he likes that. All right, so they got a back-to-back. They play a very good Atlanta team tonight. Um, how do you assess, because I know you cover the NBA at large too, how do you assess the Eastern Conference so far? Atlanta with a big surprise last night over uh, over Cleveland. Yeah, I, I mean, Atlanta looks like that team that could surprise some people, but Ethan, I'm not buying that Dwight is going to continuously play at a, a high level for months and months. Uh, I don't think they can sustain what they've done up to this point. Uh, like so many others, uh, not only is it Cleveland's to lose, but I mean, they'd have to have LeBron and, and potentially Love or Irving both go down. I, I just, I, I've never viewed a season quite like this in that, I, at least in my opinion, I don't think anybody can challenge Cleveland if Cleveland plays up to uh, the, the level uh, that they should. I mean, Toronto is still all right, and, and Boston appears to have improved with with Horford, but it's just a bunch of question marks. The only known quantity in that uh, conference is Cleveland. And so long as LeBron's there, that's the way it's going to be. Because uh, I don't see anybody being able to uh, overtake them. And, and the Bulls, in their case, are like a lot of other teams. I know Miami's kind of in that same mode as well. They're just somewhere in the middle to the lower levels, and, and there's a lot of room for improvement. Uh, uh, for for those teams to feel like they have any shot at being a legit contender, can I go off on a tangent just for a second? As a diehard Cubs fan, I was offended by the bet between LeBron and Dwayne Wade. LeBron's a Yankees fan. Wade is clearly a Sox fan. Did anybody call him on that? That he's he's suddenly supporting the Cubs? <laughs> no, but I do think it's funny, Frito, because when when I started hearing Wade talk about this stuff, I'm going. I, I know you're not a Cubs fan, oh, yeah. but those two guys have really 
they've they've really embraced the the civic role. And Dwayne, I, I, I'm sure in large part because he's not in Miami anymore, has really played up, and his his PR staff and the people around him have really played up the homecoming angle. Oh, it's such a fraudulent and, point of view. Well, it, but it's just a, it's another aspect of what happens when you change teams right. and you're trying to uh, curry fans' favor and, and change that image. So, yeah, I, I thought that was a little strange as well because I, like everybody else, I'd seen LeBron in that Yankees hat plenty of times. But uh, hey, you know what? As Wade said, I thought this was interesting an interesting point too. He said one of the reasons we decided to make that bet was because we knew that we'd get people interested in the World Series that wouldn't be interested otherwise. And it gave them uh, an opportunity to have a rooting interest in what was going on. So uh, I think he's excited, like everybody else now in Chicago, to actually see LeBron, of all people, in a full-on Cubs uniform, (laughs) uh, as he will be on December 2nd. All right, Nick. Thanks for taking the time. Uh, We will see you down here tomorrow. Dwayne is playing tonight, right? He's not taking off the first night of a back-to-back, so he's fresher tomorrow? He is playing. I would expect probably like 25 minutes or so, but uh, you know, guys, he'll be ready to rock tomorrow night and and he's been around 30 or 32 minutes i wouldn't be surprised at all if if tomorrow night he's around 35 37 because he wants that game badly and he wants the emotions that are coming with it all right thank you nick nick fordell follow him on twitter and at espn.com thank you sir uh when we come back we'll get back to the current heat team a little bit um want to look at some of the players that they brought in after Dwayne left how are those guys doing what did they, what did they do with the money we'll talk about that next on 790 ticket this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.